politics, sports, movies. You are listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking the show out. If you're a return listener, thanks for coming back and continuing to listen. The show is available on the following apps. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. If you listen to the show using one of these apps, please click subscribe, and this will allow you to receive notifications when new episodes are uploaded. You can also listen to episodes on the show's Facebook page, which can be found by searching for Let Me Bend Your Ear. Episodes are also available on the show's YouTube channel. Just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This podcast covers three different topics, politics, sports, and movies. Each episode is dedicated to one of these topics. You can also follow the show on social media. The handle for Twitter is at BendYourEarPod. This is also the handle for Instagram. If you want to email the show, the email is BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. If you're not using a podcasting app to listen to the show, you can always get episodes directly from the website, which is located at www.letmebendyourear.com. Going to be discussing Wonder Woman 1984, the sequel to 2017's successful Wonder Woman film. The film was co-written and directed by Patty Jenkins, who also worked on the first movie. The cast includes Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, Chris Pine as Steve Trevor, Kristen Wiig as Dr. Barbara Minerva, and Pedro Pascal as Maximilian Lord. The film takes place in 1984, 40 years after the events of the first film. The movie opens with a flashback with Diana as a little girl in her homeland of Themyscira. Taking part in a race, she is the only child competing in this event. Here she learns that truth is the only thing that matters. Without it, you don't have anything. The movie then moves forward to 1984, where Diana, Wonder Woman, thwarts a robbery at a mall jewelry store. It's discovered that the jewelry store was a front for obtaining various antiquities, including an artifact that grants wishes when held. Diana is working at the Smithsonian when she meets Dr. Barbara Minerva, a gemologist. She's a reserved, gawkish person that no one pays attention to. Diana gets to know her and seeks her assistance in identifying the artifact. This artifact also brings along businessman Max Lord, who is looking to obtain it. Lord is a businessman that sells oil field shares that turn out to not have any oil, and Lord is on the verge of going under. He uses the artifact to attempt to take control of the world's oil. This also facilitates the return of Steve Trevor, Diana Prince's love interest, who died in the first film. Now, let me talk about the good of this movie. There's some great action sequences, specifically the first sequence uh, in the mall where she stops the robbery. There's a chase uh, with a bunch of vehicles and tanks uh, later in the film. Uh, so like I said, some good action sequences. Patty Jenkins does a really good job with the action sequences. Uh, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, is still fantastic. I think she's perfectly cast and, and does a great job in the role as she did in the first movie. Pedro Pascal uh, is over the top in a fun way as Lord. Uh, many people know him from Narcos and now, more specifically, The Mandalorian. 
Uh, so he's great here playing a whole different type of role. It looks like he's having fun with it, kind of in a hammy way, but not in a bad way. It was a fun character to watch. Now the bad, which unfortunately way outweighs the good. The movie is too long. It took too long to get going. The movie runs about two and a half hours. Just for a little contrast, I recently watched Avengers Infinity War again, which about which has the same running time, but that movie moves briskly and you don't feel the time. Unfortunately, in Wonder Woman 84, you feel it. The second thing, which I was surprised about, and hearing when the movie was coming out and it was going to be set in 1984, they kind of made a big deal of the fact that they were going to really immerse themselves in kind of the 80s uh, pop culture and things that were going on. Other than really a couple of, of visual things and the fashions really of, of Diana Prince, there's not enough 80s in it. A show like Stranger Things, which I'm a big fan of on Netflix, where it's set in the 80s, they use the 80s in a very central way and it informs what the characters do. So it's not an 80s show per se, Stranger Things, but the 80s are definitely woven in through it and organically into the story, which I think adds to the show. Uh, this wasn't really done here in Wonder Woman, so it really doesn't really matter to me. That was in 1984, so really, again, which shows an, an issue with the story. The fact that it's 1984 is really irrelevant to this story. It, there's really nothing important about the 80s that would have uh, made it essential for this movie to be set there. So I don't quite understand why they even bothered to do that. So it's really superficial as far as the 80s part of it. Now, like I said, for me, I'm an 80s kid, so maybe uh, that specific issue won't be an issue for other people. It just didn't, didn't really seem to add anything when I thought it would. Now, the character of Dr. Barbara Minerva, who becomes Cheetah, uh, I love Kristen Wiig. I'm a big fan of her work, and I was really looking forward again to seeing her in this film. Unfortunately, this part wasn't even necessary, and they didn't really give her much to do. Uh, the few scenes that she's in, she's okay, but there's really not a lot for her to do in the movie. And the fact that there's no plot development or character development for her specifically just underscores the point that this part was completely unnecessary in this movie. And the movie, as you watch it, it got, kind of moves and stops and starts. So it kind of gets some momentum, stops for long periods of time where it seems like nothing is happening and the film is dragging. So the film never sustained a distinct narrative momentum. Again, going back to Avengers Infinity War, from the time that the movie starts to when the movie ends, there's a drive and a narrative momentum that builds to the culmination uh, in the end of that film. So that, again, was not present in Wonder Woman 84. Uh, it just, like I said, it just got too long to get going. It really didn't seem to like have that sustained, dramatic uh, feeling that you need when you're watching a movie like this. And like I said, I don't want to give away too much of how the artifact kind of fits into the narrative of the film, but a lot about it didn't seem, it just seemed to be not very strongly um, developed. Now, I understand when you're watching a superhero film, and again, it's more important in a superhero film, whatever device you're going to use to drive the narrative to make the movie exciting, you know, whether it's like Avengers and the Infinity Stone or Iron Man trying to find a new element. The, the, the thing has got to be dramatically fulfilling. And in Wonder Woman, this particular storyline with the artifact and everybody going after it um, and what it can do is got some, some, what's the word I'm looking for? Some genesis of a really good idea. It just seems like it didn't really go uh, in the direction to make it really 
impactful. Uh, so I think, like I said, I think there was some more writing that needed to be done, maybe some some additional rewrites of the script. But again, that, that central idea had some promise is the word I'm looking for, some promise, uh, but it didn't seem to really be fulfilled. Uh, and it's, it's a shame because, like I said, I was a huge fan of the first Wonder Woman. Uh, not being a big fan of the DC movies in general, I don't think they're very good. Uh, Wonder Woman was the was the great exception to that rule where I really enjoyed the first movie. So uh, this movie coming out, I was extremely excited to see it and see what was going to happen next with this character. But ultimately, uh, the movie, unfortunately, was very, very disappointing. And uh, unfortunately, I can't really recommend it. Uh, so based on that, I'm going to give Wonder Woman 1984 two Van Goghs out of five. Thank you for listening to the show. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or any other app, please take a moment to rate and review. This is a quick and easy way you can help the show attain a higher profile in searches when people are seeking out new podcasts. Another way you can help raise the profile of the podcast if you enjoyed what you heard or you think a friend might like it is to share the episode on your social media. This is another easy way to help the show reach a wider audience. The podcast is available on the following apps. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. The show is also available on both YouTube and Facebook. Episodes can also be downloaded directly from the website at www.letmebendyourear.com. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope everyone has a great week.